as business owners, we often wonder, how do we become that sought-after person in our industry, in our field? How do we build a reputation so that prospects immediately think of us and then hire us to solve their problem? I don't know about you, but it's something I wish I knew earlier in my business journey. Welcome to the Grow Equation Business Podcast, dedicated to helping business owners explode their profits while gaining more free time for the things they love. Hi, I'm your host, Diana Lidstone. I've been an entrepreneur for more than 40 years, helping coaches, consultants, private practice owners get known, ramp up their profits, optimize their resources to build a well-oiled business machine so they can step back from their daily operations. So if you're ready to work less, earn more, let's dive into today's episode. Hey listeners, for many of us, we've often wondered how do we become that sought after person in our industry or the one? How do we build a reputation, right? It's so curious as to, you know, how do we do that? And there are so many facets of it that we're going to touch on some of those today. But today on my show, I want to welcome another amazing business owner, one who provides a service that so many of us need and you're going to want to hear about. Welcome, Jennifer Chandler of Simple Desk. Now, Jenny, if you wouldn't mind introducing your business and what you do and who you do it for so that our listeners get a really great picture, a clear picture of who and how you serve. Hey, Diane, thanks for having me on today. (laughs) So Simple Desk is a small business support company. And what I've done is I've put together a group of experts in marketing systems and processes, graphic design, basically, so you can bring your business to us and we can take care of all those specialized things that you don't have the time to do or the knowledge to do. So we take that off your plate so you can get back to why you started running your business. Mm, I love that. Yeah, we all need support like that. (laughs) Now, you have what we would call an ideal client or a perfect client. Can you kind of describe who they are for us? So they are generally a staff under five, mostly solopreneurs or with one helper. They've been in business at least three years and they've just gotten to that point where they need to scale their business, but they don't have any more time left and they don't have the expertise to get themselves there. So that's when they come to us so we can help scale and grow their business. Right. And now, so let's just clarify also, these would be, I'm guessing, service-based business owners? Yes. Predominantly service-based. Yep. And, you know, if we had to look, so they've been in business three years, they're, you know, have a team of less than five, they want to grow and scale. So I think, well, one of the things I want to talk about is the difference between growing and scaling. And if you could give like a ballpark where their annual revenue might be. So this might give people a little idea of who. Um, on the low end, we're around 250, 250,000. Upwards, so I would say just over a million is our little sweet spot is. <laughs> cool. So could you give us without, you know, divulging who you're actual clients are could you give us kind of like maybe industries that they 
or an example? Our clients have a very wide variety of businesses, but mostly I see a lot of like wellness coaching type businesses that come our way and they like they set up online courses and things like that. So we do, you know, their sales page and set up their Kajabi for them and set up the email sequences so that they can funnel people into that course and just their day-to-day setup and marketing is mostly what comes to us. Okay, cool. So service-based, they're over probably 250, been in business three years. So could this be, you know, drawing straws here? You know, could it be like a chiropractor or a health coach or a naturopath or? Yes, similar to that. Like, I don't want to give away who they are, but like a sports coaching or somebody who does like yoga and things like that, but offers extra services on top of that. Perfect. Okay. I want to talk for a minute about growing and scaling. And these are words that people kind of banter around a little bit. And I just, you know, for the benefit of the listeners, and so that we, you and I are talking about the same thing. So growing to me is that your revenue is going up, but so could your expenses. Scaling is when the gap between your revenue and your expenses starts to widen. So that profit margin starts to widen. So to me, that is the big difference. So I'm guessing that your clients have grown and perhaps they've become the bottleneck in their business. Uh Okay, she's not. (laughs) There we are. Okay, so if you feel like you've become the bottleneck in your business and it's time for you to delegate some work, then Jenny at Simple Desk might be the person that you need specifically. So awesome. Good. I think she is. I think she is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now we did have, you know, just to, you know, be clear here for our listeners, we did have a short conversation before the podcast. And I asked you which you wanted more, more freedom or more profit. And what was your answer? Profit because I already have the freedom. I am an expert delegator. (laughs) Ah, There we are. Good, good, good. Okay, more profit, more profit. This gives us a direction to go in. Now, you know, I've been a business a long time. I've been a business owner probably like 40 odd years. And there are hundreds of things that we could do in our business for our business to increase that profit. But really there's kind of like five and I'm going to share these five. So the first is increase the number of leads. So increasing the number of leads, that means increasing the people that are coming in as prospects, whether it's you're adding them to their email list, you know, it could be increasing your visibility so that more people see you, right? So that's increasing your leads. Number two is increasing your conversion rate percentage. Now, some people are really good at sales and their conversion rate is really good, but sometimes there is something that could even increase that conversion rate a bit more. The third thing to focus on is increasing the number of transactions that a customer makes. So I'm guessing in Jenny's case, most people come to her and it's for a specific length of time, right? Could it be? Um, Sometimes it's just one project. And other times it's like a monthly social media service. Right. So therefore it's ongoing revenue. 
Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, how could you increase the number of transactions that a customer makes? How could you increase the average purchase price? We could go through a whole thing about purchase prices. And number five is about increasing your profit margin percentage. Now, Jenny said she wants to increase her profit. And having done a little bit of sort of background, you know, scooping out her business and looking at her website, I think there are two things that I'd like to focus on here today in this. And one is increasing the number of leads or visibility. And the second is increasing her conversion rate. And I'm going to address them kind of separately but together. It'll make sense after I finish this. So I want to, you know, just share that the first thing is that in order to be that sought after person, it's all about building a reputation. And, you know, it's fine to have a reputation for great customer service, for doing things quickly, you know, those kinds of things. But building a reputation so that you stand out in your industry is something else. And the thing is here, this is a writer downer. Revenue follows reputation. Revenue follows reputation. In other words, when you build the reputation for being the go-to person to solve this one thing, then the revenue follows. So that's what we're going to talk about here is the lack of leads. How could Jenny increase the number of leads and build her reputation. So I'm going to suggest a couple of things. So Jenny, from what I understand, where have most of your clients come from? Most of our clients come from word of mouth and they just come to us. It was a little difficult during COVID because, you know, I wasn't able to get out there and network, but yeah, we still kept growing. Awesome. (laughs) The thing about referrals is, of course, I love referrals. That's a great way to grow. But we don't have control over that, do we? I mean, we can ask for referrals, but we're not being proactive, typically, in referrals. So to get more leads, oh, and the other thing was that, Jenny, I think you said earlier in our conversation that we had your leads, your clients came from sort of, I'll say, a local geographic area. Yeah, we're well known in our area. And at this point, I want to proactively branch out. There we go. So how will she grow her leads? One of my most favorite ways of growing leads is to use other people's audiences. What do I mean by that? Number one, it's really hard to grow our leads on social media today. I mean, the algorithms just keep... And so for a lot of my clients... Social media is not the number one way, but using other people's audiences. So Jenny has a podcast, join podcasting groups, start talking, start integrating in there. Everybody is online these days. I can't tell you how many podcasting groups I belong to, but I get great guests and other people start to know who I am and what I do. So podcasting groups and networking groups. Go west, young girl. Go west. <laughs> Using that as an analogy. Who are you calling young? <laughs> there are great networking groups all across Canada and the United States. Mm-hmm. And one of them that I belong to, and I started this during COVID, was one from out west. It's called grandconnections.ca. And they even have a little group 
for podcasters. They offer a whole buffet of things from master classes to whatever. And guess what? You join and you get, you know, once they start knowing what you do and how you do it, you start building your reputation. Guess what? You get to speak. If that's something that you would like to do. Do you like speaking there? Okay. I'm working on my speaking as we speak. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. I'll give you a hint that, you know, or a tip that my speaking coach told me years and years ago. I had never really spoken. And he said, you know, don't hire me. At that time, he said, go to Toastmasters for a year and get that confidence built up. And then you go to somebody who can help you create your signature talk, blah, blah, blah. All that. But using other people's audiences will help you build your reach and your email list. Are you building an email list? Yes. Okay. Email, email, (laughs) email, email. All right. Good. So that's my suggestion for lack of leads. Now, the second part was increasing your conversion rate. Now, again, I did a little, you know, digging, a little research about Jenny's business. And I went on her website and I want to do this with kindness. But (laughs) Jenny has kind of made, I don't want to call it a mistake, but she's done what many other business owners I've seen have done. So thinking that she needs more business, she created more offer and more offers and more offers. And so this is a combination of what I call overcomplicating our business and over-customizing our business. So the reason that this could lead to a lower conversion rate is because a confused mind never buys. Now, if you have, you know, some sort of assessment tool that you're able to walk people through and then immediately say, okay, this is the program for you. Perfect. But I'm going to suggest that you simplify your offers. And I'm going to share an exercise here that all of our listeners can do if you have a lot of offers. So my recommendation for people at this stage in their business is that you have one core offer and you have a downsell and you have an upsell. That's how you get known for solving one problem, okay? Now, Jenny, we had a conversation also before a little bit about what was the one thing that you do in your business that you really love doing and that you think you guys are the most amazing at? That would be our processes. processes and systems. Okay, listeners, how many of you raise your hands? Love creating processes and systems. (laughs) So, right. I'd love for you to build your reputation around that. And I think people go, oh shit, you know, I am the bottleneck in my business. The only way I can scale is to have processes and systems. Now, I'm not saying you don't do marketing and build landing pages, but when you go out there, the main focus is that. So as I said, I promised to walk listeners through this exercise. There will be a download in the show notes so that you can do this. I call this the impact, effort, joy exercise. So let me explain. If you create a table of one, two, three, four, five columns, In that first column on the left, you're going to list your programs, products, or services. So in my case, I might list a group program 
and I might list a private program, okay? And then across the top, going from left to right, I'm going to put down impact, I'm going to put down effort, I'm going to put down joy, and then there's going to be a total. So as I said, on the left, you're going to brainstorm and list all of your offers. And then each offer, which is each row, you're going to rate your offers on a scale of one to five. So for instance, one is the lowest, five is the highest. So in the impact column, what is the impact on a scale of one to five? How big is the transformation for, for instance, my private coaching? And I could say my private coaching, I'm going to give it a five in the impact column. Now in the effort column, I'm going to rate it one to five. And this is the amount of effort it takes to launch, market, and deliver that particular program. And I'm going to rate that for myself at two. And then in the joy, because we don't do stuff, we don't like doing joy, it's going to be a five because I love the transformation that they get. I love working deeply with my clients. And then in the last column on the right, I'm going to total it up and I give up. It's a 12. Now, if I did that same thing for a group program, which I did in this exercise, I came up with a score of nine. This allows me to not just simplify my business, but to look at it strategically and to help me make some decisions. So Jenny, can you kind of think of one of your programs just off the top of your head without doing this exercise that you would really love to focus on? Me personally or my team? Your team, because it's not just you, it's your business because you have a team. So yeah. I have two that I think are main offerings and that is the complete processes package and the monthly social media packages. Okay, so let's take the processes because I think that's your sweet spot. Mm -hmm. So you've got a complete package. So that could be, and here's the thing, if that's your core offer, what could you do to, as a downsell to that? Just like- So we do have one. It's the framework. We just lay out the framework and give you the tools to get started so that you can create them yourself. Perfect. Okay. Now, so you have a downsell. Let's just brainstorm. What could be an upsell? We could add a monthly update for processes and systems. Right. Or a monthly Q&A call because that is a done for you service, right? Yes. Complete done for you service. Yeah. So you'd have to kind of brainstorm. What could you, because there's always people who love the top end. (laughs) You know, it's just like flying, right? In an airplane, you know, Mm -hmm. most of us take the economy, but why do they have first class? Because there's about 20% of the people who want to go first class. So all the lounge, have the champagne. Yeah. So always <laughs> have an upsell. Always have an okay. upsell. So by focusing on that and by creating your marketing, by creating a talk around that, whatever, you start building that reputation for being the go-to person for systems. Now You could even multiply that even further. You could be out there speaking about it, right? You could do coaching about it. Would you love coaching, Jenny? No, I would not. (laughs) So, you know, I'm not talking about right away. I'm talking about down the road, a long-term strategy. And if you don't like doing something really, really like that, then don't do it. But instead of coaching... 
you could offer a online course. And you could offer an online course that might be a lead generator, like you could have a little masterclass or some video training, and then you could have, you know, like a core. Yeah, it's endless. But you see how focusing on one thing and eventually building a whole product suite around that one thing, Mm -hmm. amazing, would be amazing. Now, I'm also not saying that you don't do marketing and social media. Okay. Okay. What I am saying is, how can I explain this? I'll give an example of, and I use this over and over again. I'll give an example of a cleaners that came to me years and years ago. And they had on their website, a list of like, I don't know, 30 different things that they could do, right? Everything from windows to residential to power washing. They had all this list of things and they wondered why they weren't growing their business. There's always multiple facets. But one of the things was I went, you just sound like everybody else. Like, you know, every other cleaners out there does all that stuff. And he goes, but, 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 and I went, well, what? And he had a unique cleaning solution that was green. Okay. And I said, so number one, which is your most profitable offer? And he said, commercial cleaning. So if he could position his business to build a reputation on commercial cleaning that had a green solution, he would stand out above the noise in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that he wouldn't do other things but that's what he built his reputation on. And when you start building that reputation, then you get more and more and more and more of your clients that are your ideal clients. And like, who doesn't want those, right? I do. <laughs> Ooh, good. All right. Right. Okay, questions. Do you have a question? I don't think I do. Okay, so I'm going to start up with a quick action plan here. Because okay. I want everybody to have an action plan when they leave. I like action. Okay. So we're going to, number one, strategically simplify your offers. Okay. Through the exercise, the impact, effort, joy exercise. And, you know, strategically think about those. Simplify your offers. I'm not sure that your offers need to be so much on your website. Okay. Okay. And I just throw that in there. Okay. Number one is simplify your offers. Number two is remember that revenue follows reputation. So start building your reputation around solving one problem. And that leads us to, you know, how can you expand your reach? Your reach could be international as she rolls her eyes. Yeah. And so start by thinking about other people's audiences. Where can you get in there? You know, joining podcaster groups and joining networking groups. You know, one of the things would be, you know, being guests on other podcasts. Mm -hmm. And you're a guest on other people's podcasts. You're going to talk about what? Processes and systems. (laughs) (laughs) We actually did a boot camp through Queen's University, the WeCamp program on teaching people how to do the processes and systems. And do you have it recorded? I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> no. Okay, but you have the workbook and stuff? Yeah, we have the stuff from that. That yeah. could be the basis for the... Like a group coaching program? Or an online program. 
Okay. Right. It's not something I would suggest right away, but you know, in the future, you could build this online course focused around that. And again, you know, you could do a simple freebie online course. And that's another way of growing your audience because when you go out to speak, when you go out networking, you know, how do you grow your audience? Well, I have this free mini course. Okay. And then you could have a paid one, which would be, you know, a bigger one, which could be actually walking people. And that could be, you know, as part of your sort of not the complete package, but part of your downsell could be that. Okay. Cool. So was this helpful? Honestly, it was. <laughs> people of one to five, five being awesome, one being nah, kind of kind of snooze. I'll give you a 4.9. Awesome. Good. Thanks so much for you know coming on the show. I know that there are going to be other listeners out there who can benefit from you know what you've done to grow your business, and I know there's other people out there who could use your services. So thanks so much, Denny, from Thanks for having me. Yes. Okay, listeners, until next week, remember, you can do this. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Grow Equation Business Podcast, where every episode is designed to help you get known, ramp up your profits, and optimize your resources to ultimately work less and earn more. If this episode was valuable, I'd love for you to leave a review or a rating. And if you would like to be a guest on an audit interview session, just like this, there's going to be a form in the show notes for you to fill in. Thanks so much. I'd be ever so grateful if you could share and subscribe. Bye for now.